0: Jamie Metzl. I'm with Dove Barron on his incredible Curiosity Bites podcast, where we're exploring the big issues, not just around the current coronavirus crisis. I know a lot of people are afraid, and we're gonna talk about some very practical steps people can do, but also about the bigger issues. This is one of those defining moments in our lives. And how can we all think about being our best selves so that 50 years from now, when we tell the story of today to our grandkids, we can do so knowing that we inspired ourselves, we drove ourselves to do the right thing, because we are going to get through this terrible, difficult time. And we're going to have to start rebuilding a new and we hope better world that is going to come in the aftermath of what we're experiencing now's the time we can start building it when we must start building it. And I hope you'll join our conversation about how we can all be part of that process.
1: Welcome back. This episode of Curiosity Bites is brought to you in part by the Dragon's Lair Mastermind. Yep. This is my Dov Baron's personal mastermind. I have built a group, an elite group of leaders for the Dragon's Lair. And if you are had great levels of success in your life and you're hungry to get to that next level and you've had and you're committed to having amazing impact in the world, then you're not going to find that in some online course or in a book. It's about really connecting with other leaders who are committed to that level of making a difference. Um, then reach out to me and uh, let's have you apply. You can only do that by writing to Dov, D-O-V at DoveBaron.com, Dove at DoveBaron.com. if you'd like to apply to be part of the Dragon's Lair Mastermind. All right, we are back with my very special guest, Jamie. Um, You know, uh, this guy is, as we've talked about, he is an author of nonfiction and fiction. He has been part of the uh the world health organization he's been involved in geopolitics he's a superstar on cnn these days um he's the man that that everybody's calling out to wanting to know what's what's going on and how we're going to cope with this and we've been talking about um coronavirus what it is what it isn't uh, the implications of it the 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 way the world is going to change the way we have to change Um, and we, you know, we talked about the misunderstandings here and, and the uh, disinformation and misinformation. You know, when when you look at all of those things and looking at them on a personal level, uh, you know, you've talked about we're all. If, if this grows at the rate at which we're is somewhat expected, that it's very likely that all of us will know someone who was directly impacted by this. What what do you think that means for us? I mean,
0: no, I because we, be you very, know, we're
1: talking about you can't bury people now, I was reading recently.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's been. It has, Still, we don't know whether um,
0: it's gonna be worst case scenario or, or best case scenario, but it's gonna to touch all of our lives. It's gonna change all of our lives. Um, yeah. And um, you know, lots of people die all the time for all sorts of reasons, but not with this level of focus, not with this level of seeming interconnectivity, which is, I mean, I guess that's what a, a virus. We talk about information going viral Yeah, the metaphor comes from, uh, from somewhere, shows that we're, that we're connected as hosts. Um, but it's gonna be very, very personal uh, for people, not because people are gonna get sick. Now when people get sick, um, just in that little, we did a one minute break um, uh, from our last segment to to now um, and uh, my girlfriend just got her COVID test back in that one minute break and it came back negative. And so for, 10 days she's been coughing and had has had a slight fever mm. and we've been doing kind of a semi-isolation just being extra careful and that's been emotionally hard for uh for yes. her she's kind of felt like like a leper or, or something like that and i kept saying it's not personal it's just we need to be safe and careful um and so it's just, it, this stuff is just really, really personal. And people are going to be afraid. And people are afraid. And if they think somebody has it, they're going to back away from that uh, from that person. And we so we need to find a way of staying emotionally connected. We talked about isolation. I think a lot of people are going to feel not just afraid, but afraid and isolated and not able to do the things that traditionally have given them comfort, like Going to church, I spoke with a, a friend of mine, a single friend in another city, and she's home with her dog, but she used to love to go to, to go to concerts, like that was her thing, mm-hmm. and now she can't, she can't go, and I said, well, yeah, but you can do it virtually, watch Yo-Yo Ma playing his cello, it's like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. and so this, this is very personal uh, for people, and it, and it, it should be, But we have to remember, and you and I spoke about that in the very, very beginning of this interview, that that's not the whole story of life. We are humans with this full range of our humanity, which includes joy and fear and art and all of it. And even if we're home, we have to really strive to realize the express and the full range of our humanity.
1: Can you tell us a little bit, because, you know, you just hit the grassroots there, which Mm. is, you know, your girlfriend had the cough, had the fever. Yeah. That would naturally bring in this point in time, the potential fear of, oh, my God. Right. Yeah. And now she just got her results back, which is wonderful, uh, because they're positive, they're negative, but positive for her. Um, Um. what was that like, you know, to be in proximity with somebody who's, this is not a, uh, it's not nebulous, it's very subjective. It was really
0: hard because in the beginning, when she started to have these symptoms, and, and every, we're so hypervigilant on these symptoms, I thought, well, just given what's going around, there's a chance that this is this uh, coronavirus. Yeah. And so I made a decision that um, we're living together in this apartment, that it was just it kind of, it's like, it's, when you live with somebody, you're pooling your risk for all sorts of things. Yeah, um, and and that it was just it wasn't feasible and or desirable to have her just living in the guest room and like, you know, I'll, I'll leave food there and, and you know, dig a little, you know, cut a little hole in the door and you kind of reach your, your hand out like it's, like it's prison. Um, but having said that, it was sensitive because I felt you know, that there's like an obligation on the other person, on the other, for the other person to be like super vigilant. And we had just kind of, I talked about our differences where I was kind of going into kind of do mode. And she was saying, well, this is like a time where we need to come together personally. And both of us were were right. I was saying, all right, we need to kind of clean every surface and whatever. And in the beginning, she was uh, just kind of a little more lax and that kind of, even though I, th- I felt like, well, I'm here by choice, it kind of made me a little bit angry. And she felt, well, why are you being, why are you being resentful of me? for like based on the possibility that I've been infected with this with this virus. So it, there, there was no right or wrong but it's it was a negotiation and I think, I think maybe that's the point we're all negotiating everything. But uh, the, you and, just
1: brought home something that's so vital to understand is how quickly we other. Yeah. How quickly we other you know we other the people over there. I I, I I spent time in Iran and and I came back and I wrote a 12-part article about the 12 myths about Iran because I felt a social responsibility as a speaker, as a traveler, to say, it's not what you think and here's what you need to know and here's where you're wrong um, and, and to, to bring people together and it, because we other. And once we other something, it's no longer human and we can't afford to do that in our own homes with somebody who has a cough.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's so
1: true. Out of preservation, so
0: true. So you mentioned um, my cnn.com editorial that came out a few days ago, and it's it's the response to it has been incredible. So it's just the two of us here in this apartment. So everything that I'm writing, and I'm just kind of on this feverish pitch of of, of putting things out. Um, I read to her aloud, and when I got to the point that I had said before about how, you know, be present in your home, be emotionally available to the people who are physically right in front of you, solve your problems. My girlfriend got like really pissed off. Cause it's like, oh, you're this wise man giving all this shamanic advice to the rest of the world. And I'm like, I don't know if we can f- see who's fouling. Each- like I'm fucking here in this apartment and you're not seeing me, you're not connecting emotionally sure. cause you're on, you're on war footing. And she was, Totally right. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. Like, even even those of us aspiring to be our best, yes, like we have to recognize that that everything is balancing. And if and frankly, if you're two people in an apartment or five people in a house, um, those are kind of the new parameters of your world. Those are the boundaries of your country, and things are going to have to be renegotiated. And so we have to have we have to know who we are, but we maybe have to have a little bit of flexibility about who we can be, um, because just again our social space is being reconstituted.
1: Yeah, I think that this is really in so many ways a re a reset, a reevaluation, and a reset, um, and I. I know human beings don't like change much. We're not very yeah. good at change. We live in a constant state of change and we, we resist it all the way. I said to one of my clients years ago, uh, we had, a, we had a, a session, like a few hours together, and this person said to me, oh, my God, I am so exhausted from looking mm-hmm. at these emotional things. And I said, you're not exhausted from looking at the emotional things. And they said, yeah, I am. I said, no, you're not. They go, well, what do you think I'm uh, exhausted from? I said, your resistance to them. Mm. That's what exhausts us. It's our own resistance to change. It's our resistance to confronting what we need to confront yeah. because we're all wanting to be easy and natural and whatever that means. Uh, yeah. And, and just, you know, but the truth of the matter is that we are in a moment of dramatic change in everything we do in the world. Uh, my work you know, I, I'm a speaker, uh, I, I I also work privately one-on-one and a lot of my clients are global. And even that, you know, we do it like this over Zoom, but even that is, you know, people are saying, well, you know, I have to cancel my appointment. Why, where are you going? You, like you got an appointment you gotta go to? I don't think so, why? Well, you know, I just try to, cause they're in panic, they're in freaking out mode. And it's like, if you, the truth I've said to leaders for years is the self knowledge, uh, self awareness, emotional intelligence, and emotional maturity are the new bottom line. And I don't know that it's more true ever than right in this moment that we're in.
0: Yeah, I mean it's so important, and that's why um, these these kinds of conversations are so important. That whatever our perspective none of us have the answers solely within us we are social beings and so we need to be sharing we need to be and we have these amazing new tools whether it's podcasts or video streaming or or all of it and we have to use it to to share knowledge to and the other thing i tell people is you know there was a time when those of us with whatever skills we had thought well it's kind of a nice thing to monetize those skills because then you get to live your life as you like it mm-hmm. and like you know I do a lot of uh, I did <laughs> until last week um, a lot of, of um, paid uh, paid speaking and I enjoy it I mean it's, a, it's a great thing to do and now it's all kind of gone away and and but what I've told everyone is like now is not the time to I me mean, we have to survive not to monetize this if you have something to give give it away, free, wholeheartedly. I mean, yes, keep businesses going and and things like that, but we'll figure out the finances of life when this passes. Like, if you have something to give, um, and you can give it away, and it's not gonna kill you, and you're not gonna starve, give it freely to someone who may really need it. Uh, And I just think that this is kind of one of those moments where, Everything is is being reconstituted, and we'll we'll figure we'll figure out how to do the money thing later. But if we don't figure out how to do the emotional thing now, we'll yeah. come through this with much more scar tissue than we have to.
1: Yeah, it's 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 fascinating. My industry, the world of leadership, um, how many. And I'm inspired by it. how many of my my peers and I have come together. And you know, for years I've said I don't believe in competition. I don't believe it exists yeah. because even if you do exactly the same as me, you'll never deliver it the way I deliver it, vice versa. And it's really interesting to see that I'm seeing that show up now. So so many of us who are coming together, you know, who are not getting the twenty-five thousand dollar for your gig speech, who are saying, let's come together. Let's give it all away. Let's just, you know, I'm um, part of a a, uh, a two-day training, which would normally we be in a big city. We'd all be on the stages and talking from a big audience, and we're just gonna no, we'll have ten thousand people online, and these and you'll have leaders speaking. Um, yeah. My my uh, a very good friend of mine, Jim Bouchard, who's another leadership guy. Um, again, quote officially competition, a really great friend, and we're just saying okay. How can we support people in inspiring them to to lead others? And I think that that's where we've got to come to. We've got to find the humanity. Absolutely. You know, Jamie, I I can't tell you how grateful I am for you to be here. Um, I wanted to talk all about this book, Hacking Darwin. And maybe uh, as things calm down at some point in time, Whenever right. that may be, I know they'll yeah. never be quote unquote yeah. normal again, but when there's a little more semblance of stability, I would love to have you back and talk about no, all would of be, these things. Because it, be,
0: it would be my pleasure because we're going to get through this and all the big issues that we had before, we're still, still going to have and we're going to have new ones and everybody we, t- we started, maybe we can end with this issue of curiosity. We now have time. And we now have time to learn and to learn new things and explore. And we have the world of ideas, the internet. Everybody has a universal library at home. Uh, You don't have to go to Alexandria uh, to get the greatest library in the history of humanity. You have it at home. So yes, this is painful. Yes, it's difficult for for everybody. Mm -hmm. But let's find the little blessings in this difficult time.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And I'm so grateful that you took the time to be with us and I, I'm honored by it. And I'm deeply grateful for it. Um, it is, it is a brocha. Thank you. It is a blessed blessing to us. And, um, we want to make sure that people get, get, we're going to get this out there. We're actually going to do this as a special episode and push it out much ahead of time. Uh, because we want people to have this insight into this. Um, if there's one final message you want to leave uh, people with in this, in the context of what we've been talking about, that's something really practical that they yeah, can yeah. grasp. So
0: I'll do some impractical or not impractical, the big picture and the little picture. Sure. Um, one is we're going to get through this. We've been through worse. We're going to get there. Don't panic. Keep your head be the most magnanimous version of yourself that you can safely be. That doesn't mean go door to door handing out muffins, um, but in your way, do it. And then practically, what I would say is that you you have all all kinds of listeners of different backgrounds, and this, everybody is saying this, but I want to say it too. Um, Your being careful doesn't just protect you, it protects everybody else. So please, in this time, please don't take risks, because the risks, very young people taking risks, the risks, the payout, the consequences can be elsewhere. So just be safe, be careful, and be smart.
1: Absolutely. Jamie, before we go, please tell everyone where they can find out more about you and all sure. your, your books and all. Wonderful. wonderful yeah. Videos. So, um,
0: uh, my, my personal website, www I guess only old people apparently say www. So it's, uh, jamiemetzel.com, jamiemetzl.com J A M I E M E T Z L.com. There's the book website, hackingdarwin.com uh, on, on, uh, uh, Instagram and, uh, Twitter, um, and, Facebook, and it's just my name, all, all, all one word. And I always enjoy hearing from people, as I mentioned, the paperback version of Hacking Darwin's coming out on April 7th. It has a full reader's guide. And so I hope that people just at home will use the book as a conversation starter to learn new things and discuss what I think are going to be the really the biggest issues uh, facing our, our species over the coming years.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a fascinating read. Um, I highly guarantee it. It's just like you will be fascinated by it. It's, uh, it, it's wonderful. Uh, and we will come back and have that conversation. Jamie Metzel, it has been an honor. Thank you, sir. I sincerely appreciate it. Thank you for being with us. I hope you'll stay with us to the end when I sign out. But I, for now, I just want to say to you, dear listener, stay curious, my friends. Stay curious about how you can create a community while still being in in social isolation, by loving and caring and giving this this time that we're in right now, two things: curiosity about yourself and about others, and and, and the intimacy that it can come to, and also to be curious about how you can serve the world from where you are. That's vitally important. You're here for much greater things than you were ever imagined. You are a dragon, so breathe your fire onto the lies and warm the world. I'm out.